Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. I'm an intuitive tarot reader and professional astrologer. Welcome to my podcast. This is my podcast where I take different esoteric ideas and concepts and break them down so that they're practical and easy to understand for everybody. My goal is to give you the knowledge and guidance you need so that you can make empowered and intuitive decisions on what's best for you in your spiritual practice. Woo! Wow, that felt weird. I I just came up with that new intro. I hope you guys like it. It's not my usual intro, but yeah, here here we are. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening this week. I'm so glad to be back doing this. I gosh, I just have so much. I'm just so excited and happy these days. Like I just have so much so much good stuff that I can't wait to share with you guys. So this week I wanted to talk about how to skyrocket your intuition. I know a lot of people tend to struggle with this like trying to learn how to like listen to their intuition and how to like turn it on I really do believe that everyone has has their own sense of intuition I I really do like I you know we we all have this gift like we're all able to tap into our intuition at any given point you know any if you ever go to a psychic and they act like they're special or they have a gift or like there's something extra special about them because they're intuitive. Maybe don't go to them as a psychic because that's the thing. It's having intuition. While some people definitely have their intuition more developed, probably, you know, I don't I don't think we get this just bestowed on us randomly. Like it, it's something that we all have. It's just we all have to learn how to tune in and actually listen to it. So, yeah, I figured I would, yeah, I would do this episode about how to skyrocket your intuition. Before we dive in, I'm going to do a little story time really quick because this episode was kind of inspired by my initial spiritual awakening that I went through back in like, oh God, it was probably like 2016 or 2017 at this point. I was like, what? I was probably like 21 at the time. And I was kind of break, just starting to like break away from my family. I was definitely at that age. If you guys listen to my podcast episode on astrology in your 20s, I talk about how when you hit like the age of like 21 or 22, you go through some sort of transit with like I think Saturn and Uranus and you really start to, be- to become more independent and you start to break away from all these things that your family either put on you or you just felt confined to before. It's that age where you start to realize like, hey, like I'm independent and I can do what I want blah 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 yeah so I was probably at about that age and this is when I was like really mad at my mom (laughs) or not my mom but I was just mad at everything because my parents were divorcing and all this other crap so I was just your girl was going through it during that time I was like I'm gonna start exploring other religions and ideologies and different beliefs and I was like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this and try something else so I started reading about Buddhism and you know, all different types of just religious practices that were different from what I was raised with, which was Christianity and nothing else. And so during that time, I also was losing weight. I started eating vegan. I started I started going to the gym a lot. And just over time, after a few months of this, I that's when my intuition just like it just I don't know, it just turned on like I had a lot of weird things happen, a lot of synchronicities that were happening. I was having very vivid dreams. I was slowly starting to like predict things like before they happened and my my mediumship abilities were starting to come through a little bit which I I would not consider myself a medium right now I do think I have mediumistic uh if that's a word um abilities that I have to have to develop still but I I don't do like 
readings and like, you know, talk to people from the other side just because that's not something I've learned yet. I think it's something I, I'm connected to, but it's not not my main thing if you ever book a reading with me. Yeah. So anyways, that was kind of what my spiritual awakening was like was just my intuition was just suddenly like on and I wasn't scared or anything because like I know some people who if you have your intuition really on all the time, it can seem really scary, but it's not like, you know, part of the reason we have a hard time listening to our intuition is because it's so subtle, because if it was on all the time, like we'd probably go crazy. And while I'm on this subject, I just want to say if anyone's listening and you, you feel like your intuition's on, but it's on like too much, my suggestion for you is to... One, try talking to your guides and say, hey, thank you so much for, you know, all this info you guys are giving me, but can you just like, you know, turn it down a little bit because this is too much for me. That's one thing you can do. The second thing I recommend you do is um, get really, really grounded. Go outside, touch dirt, walk around barefoot, hug a tree, eat or drink something, you know, bring yourself back into the physical reality that we live in. Try a grounding meditation, visualize tree roots coming from your feet, going into the ground or an anchor even. Just get yourself really, really grounded because that will help a lot. You can also visualize like closing down your third eye. So visualize like a a close sign over your third eye or I like to imagine my third eye is like a, a camera lens like shutting. That's something you can do. But yeah, okay, I'm getting a little bit off topic here. So basically, it's just interesting because during that time, going back to what I was saying before, it was just interesting because my I was doing all these things that turn on your intuition. And it's just funny for me to look back at it in retrospect, knowing what I know now, because when I moved to Maine, like a year or two later, I, I just got it in my head one day, like, I think I might be psychic. So I started really seeking out like how to how to develop your intuition, how to turn your intuition on, you know, like I, I wanted to learn how, how to tap into that. And it was just interesting to me because when I learned about how you turn your intuition on and how to tap into it, I realized looking back, I was like, oh, I was already doing like all of this stuff and it was just, you know, I thought I was just being healthy and doing stuff that I just needed to do. But in retrospect, like it all makes so much sense because I was just already doing this, these things and I didn't even know it at the time. Um, Like at that time, like I was just getting into like witchcraft and spirituality. So like everything was very, very new to me still. And I was very scared <laughs> because of my Christian upbringing. But yeah, it was just, it's funny to me, like looking back how all of that worked out. So with all that being said, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Okay, so the the big overarching thing here, I, I have a list of, of tips you guys can do and try to work with like turning your intuition on. But I just want to quickly, quickly mention that the big overarching theme here is going to be the best way to really tune into your intuition and to like connect with your guides and listen to your guides or the universe or whatever is really to raise your vibration and to put it in less new agey terms if you're like what the hell does that mean like I don't what, what does it mean to raise your vibration raising your vibration is basically just doing stuff that makes you feel good stuff that makes you feel happy and light and free that's that's a simple way I can put it so anytime you hear someone in this podcast or any podcast or YouTube video or whatever, whenever people talk about raising your vibration, it, it comes a lot from like, I think Abraham Hicks and like the whole law of attraction scene. So raising your vibration is it's just doing things that uplift you, make you feel good and just puts you in a good mood. So that's what that means if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell? Because I know sometimes for me, especially early on in my journey, like I'd watch tarot readings and, you know, people would use words like twin flames and raising your vibration and all this stuff. And it just, it doesn't make any sense. So now if you didn't know, you do know that. So there you go. 
yeah, so that's just that's the overarching thing here is everything's going to go back to raising your vibration. Also, a lot of it's going to go back to your chakras. So the best way to really, really tap into your intuition is to work with your chakras. I do think working with your chakras and, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I do think working with your chakras, sometimes you do need to kind of be like a little more gentle or do it a little more slowly because how do I put it? Especially I think if you have block chakras, just because if you're not used to working with those energy centers, it can it can feel like overwhelming and it can feel like a lot. Whenever you open your chakras, you're opening yourself up for energy to like flow through you. And that's where you get a lot of intuitive insights. There was a period of time where I was doing um, chakra balancing meditations like every day. And yeah, my intuition turned on so much. I remember walking down the stairs one day and I had this vision and I like saw like something happening in my head and it was funny because it was so vivid and so prominent and I completely disregarded it and was like like I made a mental note about it I was like oh yeah I should do something about this and then I kept going about my day and then it wasn't until later that day like at night when I got picked up from work that everything kind of happened and fell into place and made sense but I was like so pissed because I was like I knew this was going to happen and I didn't do anything about it because I forgot Anyways, getting back to what I was saying about chakras, you can do chakra balancing or clearing meditations on on YouTube. There's a lot of those. I think there's a, one on Spotify that I used to do that was really good. You can do yoga to work with your chakras. Yeah, whenever you do chakra work, though, just make sure that like, I mean, you can leave them open for when you're doing psychic work or if you're reading tarot or whatever, but make sure you close them down as well. And you, you always want to start, what I learned anyways, is you want to start by opening your root chakra at the bottom first and then working your way up to the crown chakra and then when you're done working with them or done doing whatever you're doing you want to close them down so you want to take a moment and visualize them all closing down but you want to do it starting with the crown chakra moving down to the root chakra i might do a separate podcast on this at some point because there's so much i could say about chakras but basically i just want to say that anytime you do chakra work or open or close your chakras you are going to start to get those intuitive intuitive insights and especially like if you clear out your chakras too so yeah that is all i have to say about chakras i'm going to get into my first tip on how to skyrocket your intuition which is some of you might have an issue with this i don't know but the first thing is exercise and eat healthy so when i say exercise and eat healthy i'm not saying you have to go on a diet i'm not saying you have to lose weight i'm not saying anything like that. I'm not, you know, I hope no one takes this as like a, a body shaming thing because that's not where I'm coming from with this. This is more about a, a fun fact going back to the chakras as your chakras are actually very stimulated by eating healthy foods and exercise. Like you actually get more energy flowing through your chakras when you exercise and when you eat healthy, like if you eat like red fruits and vegetables, like it stimulates your root chakra. If you eat yellow fruits and vegetables, it helps your solar plexus. If you eat orange fruits and vegetables, it stimulates your sacral chakra and so on and so forth. So that's kind of the name of the game, right? Like if you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, it does help your chakras. Some people say that like you need to eat vegan or vegetarian because it's like more high vibrational, which as a vegan, like I somewhat agree, but also like I, I don't think you have to completely skip eating meat in order to work with your chakras and work with your intuition. But at the same time, like I would say like if you eat a lot of like just foods like breads and sugar and meat like just stuff like that that's not you know you get a little bit of nutrition from them and they're a little bit good for you in some ways but not like super good for you that's gonna block everything like crazy same thing with caffeine I almost never drink any caffeine anymore for a few different reasons but 
part of that is because caffeine, you know, it gets you all sped up and jittery. And, it, you know, if you have too much of it, it can cause things like hypertension. So when you're like jittery and you're like not grounded really at all, you're just, you know, like your mind's just going a million miles a moment, minute. Your mind's just going a million miles a minute. You can't be present. I mean, you can, but it's harder to be present and it's harder to focus on on what's what's going on. Because really, to be psychic and to be intuitive, you really have to be present because you have to be aware of what's going on in the moment. And I think that's where a lot of people get lost is we're not present. Our mind's always busy. We're always thinking about what we have to do next and what we're doing tomorrow and oh, this thing happened earlier in the day and I'm upset about it, blah, blah, blah. And it it just takes us away from what's going on in the present. So that's definitely a big thing to focus on. And actually, it's going to be more related to my my next tip. But while I'm still on the subject of exercising and eating healthy, yeah, I just I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't talk about when they talk about your intuition because it, it does play a part in it. Like your body is just as much a part of you as your intuition's a part of you. And if you don't take care of your body, like it's just going to be so much harder to tap into that. Yeah, I highly recommend like even if it's just like you exercise every other day for 30 minutes and it's just you can do yoga, you can go for a walk. It doesn't have to be anything crazy like you don't all you don't have to go on a crash diet or anything, which I don't think a crash diet would really help in this case anyways, because like I said, really what you want to do is just eat more fruits and vegetables to stimulate your chakras. And also like a lot of those healthy foods. So this is like, how do I put it? So the first thing I want to mention is like a lot of healthy foods actually help filter toxins out of your bodies, like especially like leafy greens and stuff. They like they help your liver, which your liver helps get stuff out of your body. And when you exercise, I actually heard somewhere that exercise actually helps your lymphatic system, which if I'm remembering correctly, uh, your lymphatic system helps uh, is another thing that helps to get all the toxins and crap out of your body. So which all kind of ties in and makes sense because a few months ago I was actually doing dishes and my guides kind of showed me this image and they showed me like it was like a body with like chakras and they were showing me that like, you know, if we're eating unhealthy foods and we have all these toxins in our body or if we are, what's the word, if we're like anxious or angry or depressed, which sometimes your diet can actually lead to some of that. Um, Obviously, I know that's not always the case, but sometimes, you know, I know for me, like, you know, depression and anxiety come up a lot more if I'm not taking care of my body and not, you know, nourishing it properly. So diet plays a role with that too, because that's the thing. When you when you don't eat well, like it causes that anxiety, the depression, whatever other feelings you may be feeling, And that all blocks our intuition as well. Like when we're in a low vibrational state, when we feel angry or upset or depressed or anxious, like that totally blocks off our intuition. It makes makes it all harder to see just like what's actually going on. So my guides were kind of showing me that. They showed me like an image of like a body with like the chakras and how like, you know, all that negative energy kind of gunks up your chakras. Because a lot of the times when our energy is blocked, that's like what it is. It's there's something negative in some area of our life that we're kind of stuck on and it's just sitting there in our energetic system. And here's the thing. If one chakra is blocked, then like all your chakras are going to be out of whack. Even if like, how do I put it? Even if like you you may be somewhat intuitive or like your third eye chakra isn't actually how do I put it? So even if your third eye chakra isn't necessarily blocked, but like let's say your solar plexus or your root chakra is blocked, you're not going to be getting those intuitive hits as much anyway because like energy won't be flowing up and through your third eye because the chakras need energy to flow through them in order to do what they do in order for you to feel balanced and good and to actually tap into those energy centers. 
that is my first tip. I hope that was helpful and I hope it made sense to you guys. I was kind of a little bit all over the place. But that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like all of this stuff, it all ties in with each other. So I might circle back to a couple of things here and there. But anyways, that's the first thing. The second thing you can do to skyrocket your meditation, uh, the second thing you can do to skyrocket your intuition is you can meditate I know I talk about this all the time on the show, but literally meditation has so many benefits. It's so good for you. Even if you're like, you know, I can't sit still for that long or whatever, like you can do walking meditations. You can meditate and do the dishes if you want. The whole thing about meditation is you literally just want to find an anchor or something you can focus on and then just all you have to do is focus on that one thing and then when your mind starts to wander and you start to have thoughts which is totally okay by the way like it's okay to have thoughts when you meditate when you start to have those thoughts you just gently bring it back to whatever you're doing so if you're like doing dishes and you want to meditate that's totally okay right like you can do that the only thing is you just want to make sure you're focusing on like that one dish that you're washing in that moment and then if your mind starts to wander then you know that's okay just notice it and be like okay I'm having a thought right now that's okay. Like, don't judge it. Don't react to it. Don't do anything. And they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'm washing dishes. And just slowly, like, bring your mind back. And really what meditation is, it's like exercise for your brain. Like, it, it, it's been shown that it literally rewires your brain so that your brain stays more present. And it's great for anxiety, which, like I said before, like, anxiety will block your intuition. So if you're a really anxious person, Highly, highly, highly recommend meditating every day for at least 10 minutes. You can do more or less if you would like, but I find that 10 minutes is a great starting spot. You can get the Calm app or the Headspace app, which is my personal favorite, or you can do Insight Timer, or you can find guided meditations on YouTube. There's one channel actually called, I think it's called The Honest Guys, and that's one of my favorite YouTube meditation channels. They have all kinds of fun ones on there too, so check them out. But yeah, meditation is huge for your intuition for a couple different reasons. First thing I want to mention is like one, it gets you to be more present. So you're more aware of when your guides are trying to tell you things during just any given moment. You might even find that you have different psychic abilities. Like I know for me, like and please don't get freaked out by this because it's it's not something that's always on. But like for me, I'm very telepathic. Like I can read people's minds and sometimes I think depending on the person they can read my mind too so like I notice a lot of the time like I'll I'll talk to people and during the conversation like I'll have like a random thought and then I'll be like oh that was weird and I don't always notice it but it's just like a random thought about that person will pop into my mind and then like something will happen later on and I find out that the thought I had actually confirmed like what was going on with them or whatever it may be and if I would if I didn't meditate I probably wouldn't notice that like I probably wouldn't think anything of it I probably would just you know wouldn't even be aware that I'm having the thoughts right which that's the thing it makes you so much more aware of what's going on in your head, which is amazing because when you know what's going on in your head, you can take action. You can talk yourself down from stuff. So like, again, this is great for anxiety or any emotional situation because if you're having anxiety and you're aware that like, oh my God, I'm scared of X, Y, and Z happening, then you can also have the ability to stop yourself, pause, take a deep breath and realize like, okay, I'm just feeling a little anxious or stressed right now here's what I'm thinking, here's how I can like fix it or talk myself down from it or here's why that thought's not true 
et cetera, et cetera. So I love meditation. It also, when you're present to you, like I always say this, it gives you the power to choose in the moment. You can make better decisions. You can react to things better. If you're about to fight with someone or you're talking to someone and you're having like a really emotionally charged conversation, meditation is amazing for just getting yourself to stop and actually think about what you're doing or saying before you do it. I love that about meditation. So that's one good thing about it. The other reason it's great for your intuition is because I talked a little bit about this on my Instagram stories the other day, which, by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, please go follow me. I have so much fun on there and I post all kinds of cool, fun stuff. Sometimes I do daily witchy tips. I drop random insights and stuff that I don't always put here. So if you're not following me on Instagram, go check it out. It'll be in the bio. It's also at space.witch.astrology if you want to go look it up now. I don't care, but definitely follow me on there because it's a ton of fun. And yeah. Anyways, going back to what I was saying, I, I was talking about this on my Instagram stories the other day about how meditation puts you into the receiving mode, basically. So if you think about it, we go through our days where we are, we're always doing something, right? Like we're, we wake up, we get ready for work, we brush our teeth, we go to work, then we're working all day, and then we come home, we see our families, and we make dinner. Or maybe you have to pick up your kids from soccer practice or whatever it is. You have to run errands, whatever. Like we're always constantly like doing and thinking and go, go, go all the time. And the thing that I love about meditation is that when you meditate, it puts you into that receiving mode where you're able to be still and receive guidance from the universe or your guides or whatever. Because that's the thing, like it's hard for our guides to keep up with us when we're, you know, going and running around and doing stuff all the time. So what I find is, especially lately now that I work from home and I can make my own schedule, I, I I try to meditate every day now for like 20 minutes instead of 10 just because I have time. And what I find a lot of the time is that I'll do it for 20 minutes. The first couple of minutes might be really tough because I'm like, oh, I got to do this thing and I got to do that. And, you know, oh, this happened the other day. Like my mind's always, my mind's obviously always going and it's always filled with all kinds of crap, but that's normal. It's okay. So it's nice because with that 20 minutes, it's like, I have time for all the negativity to sort of filter out and I just notice it and let it go. And then once all that's gone, I'm able to like focus on my breathing, clear my mind a little bit. And then once I get to that stage, that's when all the ideas come. That's when like I'm like inspired and creative and it's like almost like I get so excited. Like I almost want to just get out of my meditation because I just I'm so like into it. So like I said, when you meditate, it like puts you in the receiving mode and that's when like the insights and the guidance and all that good stuff will come. That is my second tip on meditation. I can't believe I've only given you guys two tips and we're almost at the 30 minute mark here. I have so much to say on this topic. So I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. We're going to take a quick little break. This is something new that I'm trying out on the podcast. We're going to take a quick little break and I'll be back in a few moments. Basically, I just really wanted to take a moment to let you guys know some special things that I'm offering right now. A lot of changes have been made lately between all this new inspiration I've been getting and all this other stuff. So the first thing is that, as always, my books are open right now for tarot readings and natal chart readings. You can email me at spacewitchreadings at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram. I don't really care, but email is probably the best way to get in touch with me to book a reading. And if you didn't already know my natal chart readings, they come with like 10 to 15 pages of just detailed personality descriptions and like a whole analysis on like your natal chart and all that good stuff. That's the first thing I'm offering is my natal chart readings and my tarot readings. So if you're interested in any of that, shoot me a DM or an email. The second thing I wanted to mention that I'm so excited to announce is I have relaunched my Patreon and 
Basically, you can get monthly personalized tarot subscriptions from me. So basically what happens is you sign up for my Patreon. Every single month, you will get a personalized tarot reading from me about the month ahead and what you can expect. It's super cool because you can just set it up and forget about it. And then boom, every month you have a reading you can go check out from me in your in your inbox or on Patreon. So yeah, super excited about that. There's three different tiers. They're all a little bit different. So you can check that out. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you decide to uh, check it out. And yeah, let's get back into the episode. Okay, so now that that's all out of the way, my my third tip for you guys is to learn how to recognize your intuition. So I talked a little bit about this earlier in the episode. Intuition, like I said, it's very subtle. If Like for most of us, it's very subtle. So like if you don't feel like you're connected to your intuition, first thing I would recommend is really learning how to like clear that out like first of all like how do I put it it's like the first thing you want to do is to like raise your vibration so like clear all the negative energy seek out Reiki masters and energy workers and healers and people who do that type of thing like seriously like go get some Reiki done and like you know they'll just help you clear out anything that you're like holding on to you could also try using like sage or palo santo or some other herb like cedar to just cleanse your energy just something to get you a little more energetically like uplifted right so that's like the first thing you want to do and then the second thing is you just have to learn how to recognize your intuition because like I said it's so subtle that like it's easy for us to miss it and I also think it's kind of a good thing that it's subtle because like I said if if it was on all the time, like we'd feel very overwhelmed and very crazy almost which is why grounding is so important as well but yeah if you're looking to to listen to your intuition, I definitely recommend taking like either an intuitive development course because those are really fun. That's what helped me learn how to really pay attention to my intuition. And also just, you know, just think about ways that, you know, your intuition has spoken to you before. Was it you had a thought in your head that was really prominent from like any of the other ones or you heard a song or, you know, maybe you're an empath and you just you feel things like when you see someone and like on TV or something and you just you take on their energy that's your your solar plexus it's called clairsentience so you might be really prominent to that you might get a visual you might see something in your head when you think about something what else you might you might just know something sometimes your intuition is literally just you you can't explain why you know something but you just know it's going to happen things like that and that's called claircognizance that's something I have where I just get these downloads or they're called downloads anyways like a download is when you just you know something but you don't you don't know where it came from and it's usually the universe kind of like talking to you and like giving you information you might see stuff you might see repeating numbers everywhere you might see an animal or you might just something that is of significance to you maybe you find a feather on the ground like little things that a lot of people consider to be signs feathers or spirit animals or whatever yeah you really have to just learn how to recognize your intuition because if you don't know how to recognize it then you're gonna think like wow i'm not intuitive at all but like i said i think everyone is intuitive and has those capabilities that is my third tip for you guys my fourth tip is and this again ties in with staying high vibe and that's to really just try to stay away from low vibrational people in situations as much as you can. I know that that's obviously not always possible. That's where psychic protection really comes in handy, which again, maybe I'll do a separate podcast episode on that alone. But yeah, if you can avoid people like that, I highly recommend doing it because when you're around low vibrational people, it brings down your vibration as well. Because think about it, like when you're around someone who complains all the time or is just really always like angry and stressed, like you feel that and it's not fun. It's not fun for you. It's not fun for like anyone else involved Um, and it can cause a lot of stress and anxiety and just like negative feelings for you. So that's my fourth tip is to just try to avoid those 
people. And if you can't, for whatever reason, I recommend in visual visualizing like an orb of white light or whatever color feels right to you. I know like blue and green tend to be like healing and like gold or orange is good for like confidence. So do what feels right to you and visualize that protective orb of white light around you. You can also carry certain crystals with you. So like obsidian would be good or black tourmaline. Anything that's going to be like grounding and protective, I highly recommend just carrying around with you. Labradorite's another good one for sort of keeping like negative people away from you. So yeah, those are just a couple ideas if you're in a situation where you can't do that. And also just make sure like you're cleansing yourself. Like if you like if you work with negative people, like every day when you come home, I highly recommend like using some sage or like I said, Palo Santo or cedar or some other herb to just cleanse your energy. Or even like take a shower and like change your clothes because sometimes that makes a huge difference when you have a lot of negative energy carried with you from work. That's my fourth tip. My fifth tip, which I think is the best tip, is focus on having fun. And really, this is kind of more of like a, a manifestation technique that I always preach to people, but focus on having fun. Do what feels good. Don't make yourself miserable for no reason because you feel like you have to or because you feel like you don't deserve to have fun or whatever. Or if you're like me and you're like, I'm an adult now and adults don't have fun. Because I was totally, I was in that mindset mindset for a long time and now I'm not. So yeah, always do stuff that just feels good. Like your only job is to just have fun and the universe will take care of the rest. So don't worry about anything else. You know, just do, do stuff that's fun because it raises your vibration. And when you're having fun and you're in a good place, then um, your intuition will just naturally sort of kick up on its own. Do stuff that feels good to do, you know, like go on a random road trip or I don't know, like read a book or watch your favorite show or a movie or whatever it is. Do stuff, do something spontaneous, dance in your kitchen. I I don't know, just whatever, whatever it is that feels good to you. I just highly recommend doing it. That is my fifth tip. My sixth tip is if you feel really, really stuck and like none of the stuff that I've mentioned sounds good or appealing to you or you feel like it won't help, before you do any of those things, I really, really, really recommend getting the help you need, whether it is seeking out energy workers like Reiki masters and getting Reiki done or even like polarity massage can be really good too. You could do that. You could see a therapist if you feel like you need a therapist. Whatever practical, take whatever practical steps or tips that you need in order to feel good. Um, you know, like if working with a therapist is going to help you do that, if working with a Reiki practitioner is going to help you do that, if it's something totally different, do that. If you haven't noticed already, the name of the game here is do what feels good to you and do what just what feels right. Doing what feels right. That's part of your intuition. That's your intuition speaking to you when you are like, you know, this feels good to do because that's your intuition sort of guiding you to that thing. So if, if that appeals to you, if that draws to you, Good. Go with that because that's going to help you tremendously in the long run. So, wow, I was actually able to kind of blow through those last couple of tips, which works out because otherwise this episode would be really, really long. But just to recap, for anyone at home taking notes, here are the takeaways from this podcast. The first thing is everything goes back to raising your vibration. Do things that feel good and put you in a good mood. That is the first thing. The second thing is exercise and eat healthy because those healthy foods and those exercise And the exercise is going to get more energy flowing through your chakras. It's going to get all those toxins and anything built up in your system out. The third tip is to meditate, meditate, meditate because meditation gets you to be present. It helps you to be aware of your thoughts and it just sets you up to put you in that receiving mode to actually receive guidance and insights from the universe. My third tip is learn how to recognize your intuition. So 
pay attention to any little synchronicities or cues that you get from the universe. Take an intuitive development class. Think about times that your intuition has spoken to you before and how how exactly your intuition came up during that time. Fifth tip is to stay away from low vibrational people or situations as much as you can because they're going to bring your vibration down too. And like I said, you can use a protective bubble or carry certain crystals with you to protect yourself like obsidian, black tourmaline, or labradorite, which labradorite actually now that I'm thinking about it also helps to increase your intuition so not only will it protect you from other people, but you're, it'll also help boost your intuition a little bit too. And actually lapis lazuli is another good one for opening up to your intuition as well. And that's actually my favorite crystal. So I always recommend that one. And then my sixth tip is focus on having fun. Do things that are fun or spontaneous. Obviously within reason, like don't be reckless, but do things that feel good to you and put you in a good high vibrational state. And then my seventh tip is if you feel like you're really stuck, get the energy work done, go to a Reiki person, Reiki practitioner, see a therapist or do whatever it is that you feel you need to do in order to feel good. And that is the end of this podcast episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave me a review and a rating on iTunes. If you're listening on YouTube, do me a huge, huge, huge favor and subscribe to my channel. You can also hit that like button because it helps out the channel like you would not believe. And what else? What else? What else? Oh, also, if you're like, I already mentioned Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, uh, go ahead and follow me because like I said, I have a ton of fun on Instagram. Also, be sure to check me out on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, the Space Witch Podcast. I'll link it in the show notes. And we also have a new Facebook group. And if you're not a part of the Facebook group yet, I highly recommend you go on Facebook and join it. I just recently started putting some free resources in there. So if you want free stuff, check it out because it's going to be in the Facebook group. One of the things I just recently put up in there is it's a five-step guide to reading tarot. So if you want to learn how to quickly and easily read tarot, join the Facebook group. I'll try to see if I can pin the file to the to the top of the page. And if not, I'll put a little instructional thing on like how to find it. But there is a file PDF that I've uploaded to the group with those five steps on how to read tarot. It is free. Also, we just have a lot of fun in that group. We post memes. We talk about witchy things. I might be doing a live stream soon of like full and new moon rituals. So every time we have a full or a new moon, I'll do a live stream and we can all do the ritual together. And I think that would be really, really fun. So if you want to get in on that, please go join the Space Witch community on Facebook and get in on all the fun that we're having. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here this week. I love you guys so much and don't forget you are so much more than your sun sign.